Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, friends of ours, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys with your two best friends. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. From 97 won the freak in DFW. You can find us on the iHeartRadio app if you're outside the listening area. You only want Cowboys talk? I would tune in at 2.30 and 4 o'clock each day. Otherwise, you might hear us talking about breast milk or something. We're weird. Uh, this is my friend and co-host, former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly, and this is him beating a team that it looks like no one will ever beat again. Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. We'll talk about the 49ers in a second. First, let me tell you that we are brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Our holiday season is off and rolling. I need to win some things. I got to buy presents, but I'm kind of broke. Uh, can I borrow from your charity? Some kids can't have Christmas, but then I can yeah. buy some. Anyway, hold on. Just Bet Online, your number one destination for all your sports wagering info up to the minute. Sports wager news, odds, trends, predictions, bet online. Top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. They got everything for you right there for the desktop or your mobile access. At any time, any sport is played. MMA, international soccer, whatever. Head to bet online today. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Hey, Jesse. What's up, brother? Um, We... People don't know all the, the our order of operations when we record things, but we just talked about this a little bit before I hit the record button. Can I tell you what absolutely enraged me watching football yesterday? Yes, please. Tell somewhere us. around four o'clock, four fifteen. I don't know Central Time. I um, listen. I'm a therapy man, and I believe everyone out there is trying their best. And I love you, whoever you are, all of you. I hate the Eagles. I mean, I sports hate the Eagles, their fan base, and everything about the organization. And yesterday was the most Eagles thing I've ever seen in my life. That while playing a football game, some security guard had a Philly sense of anger and entitlement enough to put his hands on a football player of the other team and shove him. And when the player reacted, the player got removed from a football game. Yeah. It is the most Philly thing ever to go, hey, it's me, Tommy, huh? You, you, you're messing with my guys. Back up a little bit. And when the guy goes, yeah, they go, that's it. This player's out of the game. The Cowboys should hire 10 new staffers to shove opposing players and see if you can get thrown out of football games. I guess they had a mean, a new meaning of the uh, of the tush push or the, bro- or the brotherly shove <laughs> to get – to get one of the opposing team's best linebacker out of the game due to, no, you know, the second best. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The second best. Yeah, Fred Warner is an absolute. Watch, watch your mouth about Fred. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're security right. guy. Your job is back there. Your right. job is the fans and the players, not when players are talking to each other, you entitled weirdo. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think sometimes guys get so caught – 
Because there is a sense that you can sometimes get caught up in some of the emotions that go on in the game and you forget in your own mind, in your own sense of common sense that I'm really not a part of this game. In fact, I'm a part, I'm supposed to be a part of the shadow realm. People aren't even supposed to know I exist. I'm just to, I'm just supposed to make sure that nothing else happens on my watch. I'm, I'm, you don't even see me. You, you're supposed to be like full out John Cena. You don't even see me. I, I got the earpiece on. I'm, I'm talking into my cufflink, and I'm keeping everybody else on the field safe. But I, I think sometimes, guys, just the testosterone is high. That game was a physical game. Um, and dude just, he lost himself. He, he lost himself in the mix of, I guess, I mean, his, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he lost himself. And, yeah. and it's probably going to cost the Eagles a couple dollars. It's, it's they're going to get fined. They, they should. And yeah. uh, so I was watching the game with some friends, and one of them's a 49er fan, one of them's an Eagle fan, and there were more 49er fans than Eagle fans in the establishment. But the Eagle fans would stand out because while getting whooped, anytime that they made a play, there's a dude sitting in front of us that would stand up, turn around, stare at everybody cheering for the Niners and go, like blocking the TV view and just being abrasive. And I'm like, that is everything about why I hate that effing team is because you're yeah. all jerks. Yeah. <laughs> I like to just, I like to just watch my sports and you know, I just, all right. That was nice. That was good. <laughs> but like the Eagle thing is to, let me see if I can taunt. Let me see if I can get somebody to punch me. Let me see if I can get somebody to punch. That'd be fun. Huh, Paulie? We get somebody to punch us. We mix it up. Huh? Yeah. But anyway, I love all of you. If you're an Eagle, I'm going to tag the Eagles because I can tag the video with them. Uh, I'm going to tag, tag Eagles, Eagles fans, just to let you know your passion is admired. The fact that you're all angry all the time is frowned upon by me. Uh, and here's another thing I took out of that game last night. I know this is believing the Dallas Cowboys, so I'm going to make this relevant for the Dallas Cowboys. The still most likely path for the Cowboys, if you want to win the Super Bowl, goes beat the NFC South champion in the first round of the postseason, then go to somewhere and beat that team and then see what happens and whatever. Um, but I don't know if the Eagles have the inside track to the one seed anymore. I don't think the Cowboys will get it because we can talk about their upcoming schedule. The idea that you're going to run the table. I don't know. The lions could, um, the Niners could, if the Eagles beat you, they easily could. So I don't think the Cowboys can get, I don't think the Cowboys are going to win the division still. I think they're going to finish. They're going to be the number five seed. Yeah. But I really wanted the Eagles to be the one seed. But I'll accept the Lions as the one seed. The only thing I don't want is the 49ers as the one seed because I want some chance that someone else can do that work for you because that team, when healthy, is an MF and buzzsaw. Philadelphia in the first quarter, it was like, holy crap, they got something for San Francisco. And then over the course of two quarters, San Francisco went, you're children. We're yeah. adults. Yeah. And it is not fun. I mean, it was fun for one day because I don't like seeing Philly succeed. So that was really fun. But then it ends and you go, oh, crap, you're probably going to have to deal with that at some point. And that, I honestly, nobody's beating that team. Listen, I've said this. I've said this to anybody who would listen over the last couple of weeks. And I said it during my preparation of getting ready for other teams. I just so happened to have to watch the Niners play that team that I'm getting ready to prepare for, for the Cowboys. And the more that I was preparing for other teams to play the Cowboys, the more I kept running into the Niners and the more I kept seeing just how good this team was. And I said, hey, guys, um, totally not a part of what we're doing this week because we're worried about the, the, we're worried about the Washington Commanders. We're worried about the Seattle Seahawks. 
just want to throw this out there, guys. Uh, nobody's being that Niners team. Like, <laughs> I've, I've told anybody, I'm like, for the last three weeks, I go, no one, if whole and healthy, no one is beating that team. That team is absolutely phenomenal. It's it's scary how good they are on both sides of the ball um, and how they're playing such a, a brand of football. But um, it's going to take, to bring it back to a Cowboys perspective, it's going to take for the Cowboys and Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy to play the way that they've been playing offensively to do that and even add a little bit more. Like it, it's going to take and, and the Cowboys have been playing the breast, the I keep getting it, the best, the breast, the best. What are you thinking about right now? I'm always thinking about breast, but the best brand of football offensively that it could it could ever play. Like it's going to have to be one of those. Um, Dak, if you want your Heisman moment, if you want your solidifying an MVP moment, if you want your getting into that elite category conversation moment, you're going to have to play your very – because mediocre won't beat this team. Like having a mediocre day, oh, 200 yards, one touchdown, maybe an interception, and you rush for 65 yards, that ain't going to cut it. You get beat by 30. Like you're going to have to have – 375 yards, 400 yards, three touchdowns, damn near perfect uh, QBR rating. A receiver is going to have to dominate the game. You're going to have to have at least one of your running backs rush for 75 yards and a touchdown and, you know, maybe have 125 yards of total offense. You're going to have to have one of those games. You're going to have to have Brandon Cooks have 75 yards receiving. CeeDee Lamb have a buck 25 and some change. Jake Ferguson get you another 65. Uh, you're going to have to have these guys – you know, really putting out some offensive uh, uh, effort because, you know, what they have to get ready for is um, – and that Niners team is, is crazy. But we're so I just want to skip them. Uh, I'm going to skip them for now. We'll deal, yeah. we'll deal with you all later maybe. Yeah. Um, watching the Eagles, when the Cowboys play them, watching them yesterday, and a couple of other scattered game wa games watching before the Cowboys played them, I, I mean, there is a – if the Cowboys were the Eagles, we would spend one. We'd spend a lot of time talking about one dude, because coming up this weekend, what Dak Prescott when he lines up, you just need to look left, look right, and say where is number thirty nine, because Eli Ricks, that corner, can't play NFL football. Um, and I guess Avante Maddox was supposed to be in there, but he's been he got hurt way earlier in the year and. I guess there's no one else on the roster, but that dude can't cover anybody. And on any play that he does, it means he grabbed them, and that's a free first down. Mm -hmm. That I, If I were an Eagle fan, that has to be very angsty to watch and be like, okay, we got the outside corners. Um, linebackers aren't very good, neither are your safeties, but you're getting by. Our defensive line is great, but we know that our slot corner can't cover anybody. Not, no, no outside corner. They have an outside corner, not corners, because – Bradbury's is as bad as 39 is. Well, uh -huh. and they have their outside corners have names because I would also say that Darius Slay ain't Darius Slay no more. And it could just be that you go through stretches, but Darius Slay also, I don't think, is Darius Slay anymore. You yeah, want if you give CeeDee Lamb Darius Slay all day, I'll give you up. He's gonna put buck 50 and three on him. Yeah. No, so I, they're I, in a weird spot where they're a really, really good team, but they can't cover a lick. Yeah, and they're a good team until you get about eight yards this way. And <laughs> 12 yards that way. Uh-huh. Once you get outside the front once, door? Once, once, you, once you get outside the box, <laughs> once you get outside the box, they're a very, very poor team. 
um, when it comes to coverage and the way that the Cowboys are playing offensively in the air right now, that I, I like my chances, right? You, you, you just hope that, you know, guys like uh, Jordan Davis and, and Jalen Carter don't dominate you from the interior uh, with, with the way that, you know, some teams been able to push back Tyler Biotish. But other than that, man, it is, I, I, we talked about this the last time in the Cowboys. Did the Cowboys do enough to beat Philadelphia at Philadelphia? It came down to the discipline part. And it's going to be the same thing this time around as well. The Cowboys did everything you needed them to do in that game offensively, defensively. Uh, but it came to those moments at the end of the game where it's going to be close. It's going to be a closer game. It's can you complete those plays? It's can you go out there and do the necessary things to win those games? The the the, the game of inches, the discipline plays, the things that we actually saw you do last week against Seattle, at least offensively and, and somewhat defensively, it's, it's in the timely moments. Can you come up with the play to win the football game? Uh, Everything is not going to be perfect. The Philadelphia up front, especially, they're a good football team. Offensively, they have some weapons, right? Swift and um, quiet as it's kept. Devontae Smith is starting to kind of – he's starting to kind of really surge and really become – and he's always been a player, but but they're starting to inject him more in that offense. You know what A.J. Brown is going to be. And Jalen Hurts – He's going to make you have to play 11 on 11 football with his ability to run, his ability to pass, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that, that that's going to happen. And you're, you're going to be able to, 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 to have to make those plays when, when they count the most. And can the Cowboys do it? Last game, stepped out of bounds before you went in. Uh, you didn't get across the end zone for a touchdown. You had some penalties. You had the ball on the two-yard line, and then you you progressively backed up to the 26-yard line, which was insane. So it's, it's all those small things that you have to be able to complete in this game in order to be victorious. Al Pacino told you it's a game of inches. Inch. Yes. You fight for that inch. We scratch and we claw and we something something for that for inch. Every inch. And everyone out there knows that each one of those does matter. And we'd all like to have one or two more. But anyway, um, last thing. I'm seeing people reporting, and everybody's using Diana Russini as their source, that Shaq Leonard, in having to make a decision at some point, Cowboys or Eagles, it seems like, to go play some linebacker for, that maybe he might be leaning towards the Cowboys. And So I went and read Diana's report, and that's not in there at all. Um, and so people are just making up whatever they want from her being like, yes, both teams want him and we'll see who he picks. Who's he going to pick Jesse? I don't know. I mean, I mean, if, if, if this weekend was any indication of, of a, a contender, right. It, you would look and go, well, shoot, I saw the Cowboys play on Thursday. They look pretty good and they probably need me defensively as well because the Seattle was going up and down the field on them, but they won. And then you said, well, I looked at Philly and they probably need me because once the Niners decide to actually come and play football, they went up and down the football field, but they lost and they lost in a very bad way. But that's the same team that did the same thing to the Cowboys a, a couple of weeks ago. And the Cowboys only had 10 points. They had 19 points. So I'm from Shaq Leonard. I mean, I, I don't know which one it is. Um, the 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 person inside of me, I don't, I don't know if that made me sense. The person inside of me, that is me. Yeah. That's me. The person inside of me is me. So me, I just feel like wherever he goes, it, it's not going to be like the world is, is ending, right? If he goes to the Philadelphia, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden he is, he he is, you know, Mike Singletary going there. If he comes to Dallas, that doesn't mean that he is the next coming of Dick Buckus. I mean, he'll, he'll be a nice fit for both teams. He'll help both teams out. 
Uh, I don't know where he's going. And, and you know, sure, come to the Cowboys. F- fine. I'm, I'm, come on. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think if I were him, because I think what he would want is where am I going to play the most? And I honestly think it's Philly, at least short term, because like N'Kobe Dean is out. Uh, and now Zach Cunningham, Hammy, out. You could go play, like, you're putting Shaq Leonard on the field over Christian Ellis, I promise. Uh-huh. Like, I think in Philly, he's a starter, and he plays as much as he wants, at least until Zach Cunningham gets back. And I don't think that's true here. I think here he plays when you think it's a rundown, maybe, for Marquise Bell, maybe. Yeah. But for the most part, I don't. Like, I think he's watching Damone Clark and Marquise Bell play a decent amount here, but I don't know. Maybe the Cowboys think he's got more than I do and would replace one of their guys for a bunch of snaps. I don't know, but um, we'll just find out. How about that? We'll see. It should be coming down the pike sooner or later. Maybe by the time that we get done with our show, it'll be breaking news. What if he just waits another week and he's like, you guys may fight for me. I think another three days kind of people lose interest. Like, we move on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll go to the next option or we'll yeah. out somewhere else. Like, he's not that good interested. that we're going to just keep beating the door down for you. I think, all right, we've, we've, we've given you what you wanted. We wind and dined you. We've, we've told you that you're pretty and we like your makeup and your dress looks great and your, and your butt looks amazing. Like, we've told you all of those things already. We yeah. said, you know, hey, go home, think it over. And if you just keep prolonging this thing, it's like, well, actually, you weren't that fine. Like, <laughs> you weren't that cute. Like, you were you were cute, but like, you weren't you weren't not answering my text cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, you weren't don't return my phone call cute. Like, I'm not. This is not a du- you're not double text cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cute, but like double text is a bad move anyway. Don't double text. If you no, double text, text you're she's, annoying she's, someone. No, no, don't listen to Jeff. If she's bad enough, double text. If she's if she's fine. Double text. If she wanted this, you, she would already responded. Now no, you're just annoying sometimes, her. sometimes you got to get back to the top of the thread. If she's yeah. that fine, she has a couple dudes in the thread. You got to get back on top of the thread. Fight for what you want. Don't listen to Jeff because you could be blocking your blessings because you're afraid of a double text. No, Don't just hop on Instagram and hit her most recent story and do the fire emoji response. And you'll be, unless it's something like this, like real deep on her story and then do the heart eyes. Like, oh my God, I love that. Do one of those. And it should be like, oh yeah. That's a double text though, right? That's, that's huh? almost stalkerish. That's almost borderline. No, that's what it's for. I'm here to send affirmations on your Instagram stories. All right, we're believing the Dallas Cowboys. Have a good day, everybody. Uh, remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. Be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. If you hear that snoring, that's Mamba. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.